The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing all right, but I got a bone to pick with with a certain sports book. You know, multiple sports books might do this, but I bet um, for the uh, grand, grand salami of goals in the first round of the playoffs to be, I believe, over 280 and a half goals. Uh, I'm assuming that hit, but it is still unsettled on on the sports book. I, I, I'm not going to call out by name, but I mean, it's, it's one of the more popular ones you see advertised. I know other books do this like with, with stuff with like first period bets. If, if it already goes over, they, they wait until the game to pay it out. It's just frustrating. You see, seeing your money there, you, you know the bet won and, it, and it's sitting there. Uh, maybe I'll reach out to uh, customer support and see if they can push that through. Books are cockroaches. This is known. Um, yeah, I'm not doing too well with these playoffs, man. It's a grind. It's a slog. Every good game, every good result for me is, is beat out by two bad ones. And uh, yeah, not 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 in good shape there for all my futures. I might lose a lot of money in the end, but it just takes one team to go on a run, and hopefully, uh, either the Devils, Canes, or Oilers can uh, find a way, or the Leafs. You know, they're not they're not out of it yet, or the Stars. I guess Stars Stars are in there too, but the fucking <laughs> every team that's every still team alive every is team still except except Seattle. That just goes to show how much I would lose if one of these other fucking dirtbag teams like the Kraken or the Knights or the Panthers win. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just um, I'm sweating, I'm sweating. I, I played a little bit of. Panthers Kraken final plus nine fifty <laughs> just just in case because that'd be just just fucking brutal um yeah but uh, no Canadian team to win the cup that's looking good at least so uh, that's that's <laughs> one bright spot uh anyway town can tell us more about that you got something left to hold on to eh um I, I'm doing all right man you know I I could have had an unreal day yesterday I still ride high off that Kentucky Derby hit I had uh Max Verstappen at plus money as well and I had Xander Shoffley in that tournament I think I'm like plus 1500 he was looking okay but then he just kind of played average and uh he came second didn't get a dumb not even close he was like four strokes off the lead so it's not even like it was a bit of a nail biter coming towards the end potential for a good well, day yesterday yeah. He was minus 250 at one point. So I know I could have cashed out. I could. I think at one point I could have cashed over like 270 bucks or some shit. I, like that. I wouldn't have done it though. You're no. right not to. Adam Clark. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. I was waiting for this guy to like fucking double something and shit all over himself. But apparently yeah, they're golf. good friends. So maybe maybe Shoffley was uh, willing to give him a bone. Team. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, his yeah. first win, right? Clark's first win. So maybe uh, it's like give okay, him, you can have this one. Here, Fucking take some Wells cash. Cup. We got plenty. We're okay. Yeah. You never know. I think Speed did that a few weeks ago, didn't he? I don't know. Either way, that's golf, baby. That's how she goes. But still, you know, up, up some good money on yesterday, but, uh, but brokenhearted. So that's all that matters. Obviously, we'll get into that later. Uh, all right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, NHL playoffs are flying. Uh, lots of geese. Lots of off-guard shit going on, man. Uh, NBA playoffs are doing its thing. Still lots of stuff going on in the baseball world. Uh, MMA, NASCAR, F1. Tons of good stuff going on in the world of sports. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. Uh, be sure to read the articles. <laughs> A lot of love goes into those articles, man. Uh, and listen to the other shows, dude. Ryan has his other show, Baseball Money is Fake, with him and Blake. Those guys are always absolutely killing it. Uh, so be sure to go check that out as well. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals on the Discord. Uh, Discord's always popping off. Nothing bad ever happens in the Discord. It's always a positive environment. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happens. It's always good. Uh, shout out to all our friends and pals. But if you're not in there, first of all, you're not having a good time. Second of all, you're not making money, man. So shout out to uh, to our support system and awesome place in the Discord. Yeah, yeah. That was a, a beautiful, beautiful night there, Sunday night. Maybe not for Leafs fans, but uh, for the rest of us onlookers, it was... A, incredible comedy it beats any uh fucking uh comedy show on, on cable these days <laughs> always uh, a good time uh, a great support system for, for 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 fans to vent 
just bring stuff out after the game's over in the Discord. So make, make sure you get in the Discord and make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast feed. Leave us a five star rating and review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we're going to uh, jump into a couple little things quickly here. We'll run through the games that, <laughs> that happened yesterday on uh, May 7th. We'll go through those uh, pretty quickly here. We have uh, first game on the docket. It was Carolina Hurricanes against New Jersey Devils. The series was 1-1, I believe. Go, no, yeah. Yeah, it was 1-1 going into this, sorry. Uh, big win here for, or no, it's 2 nothing going into this. I'm fucking stupid, man. Either way, uh, big win for the Devils here, yo. 8-4 win against Carolina. Um, this game was a, it was all Devils to start. I think, like, what, they were up 3-0 or so to start the game in the first period. Uh, high event second, and then just goals galore in the third period here, man. I think the over was at, like, 5.5 or something, so that hit pretty goddamn easily. Uh, but, yeah, New Jersey brings it back to make it 2-1. There's no way this trend of just going 0-2 to start the series and then coming back to win it is a thing, right? You can't just bank on that, no? You definitely can't bank on it, but the Devils knew that they, they could do that, and they were coming back home this time rather than going going on the road. So they they came they came up, they, they played, they they put they put put the money where their mouth is, and now they're they're only down 2-1 with a chance to even it up. So uh, they showed what they had to. They had they got um, Timo Meyer finally scored a goal, first goal of that game. Um, so hopefully the, for his sake that the floodgates kind of open with that. But yeah, Devils needed a uh, outburst there and eight goals is a new uh, most goals in a playoff game mm. this, this year for uh, Calcutta. True. Yeah, I loved what I saw from the Devils early on. Uh, they showed spunk much like they did against the Rangers, and they're two nil down. In that series, uh, one thing I really liked was Jack Hughes. Two goals, two assists, and a fight. What the fuck is that? That's the new Jack Hughes hat trick. Um, <laughs> we'll call it that. Uh, he's only 21 years old, but he's uh, clearly blossoming into into his role. He's not the captain, but uh, he's clearly a leader on this team. Uh, so you'd like to see that for this young group. Um, this will be a learning experience no matter what happens to them in these playoffs. And uh, the Devils are going to be fucking so good for so many years with how many young players they have um, coming forward. Luke Hughes already looks good, too. I think that was his first playoff game. Um, yeah, yeah, I love the Devils win there. Uh, Kane's Rod Brindamore said that that was the worst he's ever seen his team play. So uh, looking looking to uh, see them bounce back in the next one, but we'll get into that later. But, uh, yeah, another problem was the goaltending with the Hurricanes. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember laughing at Freddie Anderson being 10-1 to 1 to win the Conn Smythe, which is uh, – it's, it's only because there's nobody else really to choose from, apparently. I mean, you know, in a team with no bona fide superstar, I guess the books just have to go with the starting goalie, even though the guy hasn't even played half the game so far. Uh, and then he gets lit up like that. And uh, let's see, what is Kurnoff? Okay, they're 20-1 to 1 now. Still way too short. No love uh, for Ajo? Oh, yeah, of course, Ajo is the best player, but uh, he's not like a superstar. He's not like the, the guy who's going to, you know, if the Warriors win the title, they're going to give it to Steph Curry kind of thing, right? But uh, the, Kane, right. the Canes win, it, it could be uh, uh, an open box. Um, yeah, that's why I was uh, liking Brent Burns 100-1 before the, before the playoff started, just because uh, you want to take the long odds on a team like this. But anyway, that was a fun game, fun, relaxing uh uh, three, three nothing first period, so I could just watch uh, the F1 and see our guy Verstappen come through. So that that Hell was a nice yeah. win there, Tom. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, go Devils! Fuck. <laughs> is Akira Schmidt like? Is he gonna be the guy going like for the for the future? Do you think that's like a thing, or are they gonna have to look into goaltending? Because you said it, they're gonna have a good team for a long time, but you need a fucking goalie, man. Yeah, they got a few different options, I guess. Fanchek, Wedgwood, and um, or is it Blackwood? I always confuse the two. Yeah, but Blackwood. Yeah, Blackwood. Okay, and then uh, Akira Schmidt, but Schmidt is also like very young too, so he's he's probably only going to get better. Too uh, early just, to tell, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but, but he's he's been awesome in these playoffs for the most part. So, yeah, it's it's a good sign for the Devils. Uh, I'm not too concerned about their goaltending, especially in the today's NHL. Goaltending is like turning into like the '80s goaltending. It doesn't matter as much as it used to. True, players are getting so fucking good; they're going to score no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, second game we had. It was the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs against the Florida Panthers. Florida was up 2 nothing going into the series. Uh, Florida got it done in overtime. Uh, 3-2 final going up in the series. 3 nothing here. This fucking sucks. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's fucking humiliating, like, cheering for this team sometimes. Like, honestly, like, it's it's an embarrassment. Dude. Like, what, what can you say? You can't fucking do it. You guys had the biggest win in your franchise in 20 fucking years. And then this is how you show up for the second round. Like, it, it's so fucking hard, man. Like, 
why how are you supposed to be like financially invested mentally invested how it's hard to give a shit when like you don't really see people giving a shit on the fucking ice right like at what point what can you do you know it's it's painful it fucking sucks i'm a i'm a fucking idiot i'm still i'm still blissfully ignorant and fucking full of hope and piss that hey there's a chance we can still win this fucking series but let's face it you're down fucking three games to nothing trying to do something that only four teams in the history of the nhl have ever done like it, it, it sucks it, like honestly man it's it's nothing short of humiliating the big guys just aren't fucking showing up man like look at our goal scorers like gustafson lafferty like the only guy that's actually putting an effort it seems like consistently and consistently is the key you got you see guys that are putting effort like nylander's third shift in game two or something but in the end it doesn't matter but the only guy that's actually kind of showing up has been morgan riley so it, it sucks dude it's a kick in the pills obviously it sucks that samsonov had to go you know he got hurt he left i think it was in the second period there that's that's a big kick in the ass, man. You know, that guy's been played solid for us and making timely saves all year long. And it's ugly, man. It's ugly. It sucks. And it's, it's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. That, that, that sampling off injury, I think is bigger than people are, are making out to be. I mean, Joel, I think, I think wall was fine for you guys in the regular season, right? Yeah. Uh, good in the HL nine, nine twenty-seven save percentage. So maybe he'll be okay. But yeah, the, it's, it comes down to those big guys. Those big four, I think have, have no goals in this series for three games. So they have to cut, put up or shot up. This is this is now a must-win game. So it's going to be a must-win game coming up. But for, for that game there, yeah, it, it certainly felt like the Leafs just needed a, something to go their way, and it didn't. And then TJ Brody was just absolutely awful in overtime. Even before that final shift against uh, Sam Reinhardt, he was just not not putting the body on, body on anybody. But like like you said, Talon, just not caring out there. But, yeah, uh, tough go of it for, for Leafs fans right now. Goaltending is the least of the least Leafs concerns. Uh, Samsonov, Wally—it's basically a wash at this point. Um, they're both—they're both good enough to win as long as the team in front of them is playing well. But they aren't. Um, the depth is playing well, but the—the the, the big thing is just the—the the big guys, the guys they're playing all that money to, are uh, playing like shit. And um, you know, Matthews does the little things well. He's good defensively. Marner has kind of gone invisible. Not—not not exactly. Uh, the game breaker you want it to be. And yeah, when, when the going gets rough, you want these big guys to step up. Like uh, you watch, you watch McKinnon in the avalanche. Like he's absolutely dominating in these kind of spots. You watch, um, well, McDavid wasn't great today, but uh, certainly in game you, you can two. Have, you can have one bad game. Like, like yeah, had exactly. Today, but he'll bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it's like a backs to the wall kind of thing. Like the least only had four shots in the first period. Like, that's the kind of thing that makes you wonder, like, what the fuck? If you're down 2-0 in the series, you would think that you'd be going all out right away, right off the gate. Like, if you, if you fall apart later, so be it. But you want to see that jump right from the get-go, and uh, they didn't have it. Uh, they, they scored the first goal, but it, they didn't really dominate the period. I mean, four shots, they were outshot in the period. Third period was their best, but still couldn't get it done. Bobrovsky was, didn't have to be good. Um, yeah, Leafs, Leafs just, uh, things are going to fall apart. It's going to be a totally... Pretty much a totally new Leafs team, I think, next year if, if they get swept, um, even though they made it to the first round finally. Um, yeah, uh, I wouldn't blame Dubas for this, though. Like, he's, he's no. supplied, he yeah, supplied he like, excellent depth. Like, the Leafs' depth has been good. Um, maybe he paid too much and all this shit and, and invested in the wrong goalie, Matt Murray. <laughs> um, but still, I, I don't think that Dubas is the problem here. The problem is just uh, these guys, just they, they just can't get over the hump and then become the real stars that that you need to win a cup like you need those those real leaders that will finish a check bully everyone on that on the ship that they're on and then then just fucking bully their own teammates get them going but you don't really see that like you do like fucking nathan mckinnon fighting with the coach fighting with uh everyone on his team <laughs> uh just just getting uh guys going and then uh yeah so that that's the missing piece I, I've been saying this for years, but for some reason I invested in the Leafs this year, and uh, to my to my detriment. But uh, yeah, fuck the Panthers, man. They're gonna fucking cost me my money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, last game that we had yesterday. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I did not watch this game, so we're gonna be focusing on you here. Uh, we had Seattle Kraken against Dallas Stars. It was one-one tie going into this series here. Uh, Kraken with a big win, man. Seven-two. The boys got it done. Uh, from the looks of it, they came out firing, scoring four goals uh, in the second period to get things going and then just didn't let the uh, foot off the gas here. Uh, like I said, I didn't fucking watch it, though, so maybe you guys can tell me more. Yeah, the first period had a lot more chances than you were expecting in a, in a uh, 
in a, in a scoreless period. Not not obviously that none of the goals went in like they did in uh, what was that, game one. There was a bunch of goals, but yeah, it came alive in the second period. They are cracking. Just Jake Ottinger could not stop a puck to, to start. I think there was four goals in the first five shots of, of, of the second period, and just from there the cracking just took over the game. Uh, Miro Heiskanen left the game with a puck puck to the face, and then uh, they scored off of that. So. Uh, I don't. I don't think he practiced, so he might be out for the next game. That's going to be a key loss for them. But yeah, this is just the Kraken continuing to surprise people. Even people. I look. I, I bet on the Kraken. I'm shocked they won seven two. So this is just a fun story to watch at this point. I also did not see much of this game, uh, especially after the first period, because it was in the background. Because I was tuning into uh, the massive fight that was going on in the Discord. Uh, it was far more entertaining. <laughs> well, than, well, to uh, be fair, there was no fight. There could have been. But there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, stars were, uh, yeah, they were as bad as could be. I mean, I, I wonder if that 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 mass shooting like it happened a few hours before this game had anything to do with that. I don't know if maybe the players had some connections. Who knows? That's just uh, um, just, uh, conjecture. But uh, the stars played like they they had something else in their minds. They they were absolutely brutal I and mean, none worse than Ottinger. I think he had four goals and eight shots or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I like the Stars still going forward. The Kraken shooting percentage can't keep up. I do expect a better effort from the Stars, much like we saw in Game 2 when they lost uh, Game 1. And Stars are still the better team, as long as Miro Heiskanen is healthy because he, uh, he's uh, crucial for that defense. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to replace a guy like that. And that's a huge advantage for the Stars, having having uh, a legit, um, bona fide number one D-man like that. So, yeah, I still like the stars in the series, but the, this was uh, just a, to write it off and move on. You still have a cushion. You can still lose another game. Just need to win three more, and the stars can uh, finish it out. But, uh, yeah, I don't know much else to say. Just Grubauer continues to uh, surprise, I guess you could say, and uh, the crack can keep rolling with their depth. And, uh, well, we're, we're talking about this game later on, no? Or, or is that? Yeah, that's yeah, just. Yeah, we yeah. Will. yeah, so we'll get into it more later. Yeah, I don't like don't cancel me, but I did not know that there was a shooting. So uh, either way, let's go, boys. You're canceled uh, for your ignorance, you fucking caveman. I'm, what are you doing I'm, living under a I'm rock? I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I keep things positive on my Twitter. I'm not looking for that. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, we're going to jump in. Uh, NHL just had the draft lottery today, and uh, it's got to be the most least eventful thing of all fucking time. This always I shouldn't say that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe. I guess, Ryan, you might have been into it because the Flyers technically had a chance. But uh, I feel like I just I'm sorry. I just feel like the way that they roll this out every fucking year is just it's laughable, man. And if you keep fucking if you keep acting like you're the you're the worst of the big four sports in North America, well, everyone's going to keep treating you like you're the fucking worst of the big four sports in North America. And the production value on this is similar to it. The way it was rolled out, the mistakes. Obviously, we can touch on that a little bit with the whole Columbus thing. I don't know. To me. Just uneventful. Either way, Bedard's going to Chicago. Chicago's got the first pick in the draft here. Yeah, I was excited for about what five, ten minutes, didn't lead up, and then then it, it go, it's done like two minutes. I mean, yeah, that's uh, th- there's there's a a lot better ways they could do it. Obviously, with the with the whole kind of spoiling the the that the Blue Jackets for the third pick. Hmm. I imagine it's a big deal for Chicago. Obviously, they got him. The Ducks, Anaheim fans were probably at a big party. They were best chance. Columbus as well. But yeah, this is just. I don't know what they're trying to do with it. It's they they have to televise it. They have to try to market it, get commercials for it, whatever. But there there has to be a better way to to, to do this than than what it is. But who cares? Bernard's gone to Chicago. I don't care about the production shit at all. Uh, couldn't care less about that stuff. Just uh, another way to sell commercials. But uh, my thing is, I think every team that doesn't make the playoffs should get equal chance to get the guy. Fuck tanking. Fuck all that shit. Just made it all out, make it all level, let anyone who didn't make the playoffs have a chance, equal chance. Because Columbus, they they put in a hard effort, and they beat Pittsburgh, and then they they sacrificed a good percentage of the chance to get Bedard. So they're punished for winning this game, much like, uh, you know, the Texans against the... uh, who it's did they play? The Colts or I don't, I don't remember the Titans. Ah, fucking no, it wasn't the Titans. It was a uh, who cares? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I just I just hate the idea of like you get punished for winning a game and uh, the Blue Jackets definitely got fucked in this case. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I love it that Bedard's going to Chicago. I do not want to, to see this guy buried in like Arizona or Anaheim. 
Um, I, I like to see the best guys playing in the biggest markets, and Chicago is definitely one of the biggest. Um, it just sucks because uh, they're in the same division as the Avalanche, so we got to <laughs> see this guy three, four times a year. So that's the only downside. But uh, yeah, I was I was hoping for Vancouver, Montreal, but Chicago is a good third choice for me. I think Ryan and I can both uh, be on the same page here. We're just thank fuck he's out there in the West and not yes. in the East, eh? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I was looking at the teams that could get him. I was like, you know, just keep him in the West and, and I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Montreal yeah. w- would have been cool, but keep no, him it wouldn't West. have. No, <laughs> yeah, not for talent. <laughs> fuck no, we don't need that full shit. Um, so yeah, either way, congrats to him. Uh, it's something that Joel said there too. Chicago, when they're playing well, like. That's a massive fucking hockey market, man. So regardless of what you think, it's going to be good for the league, dude. So this kid, you know, if he's a Blackhawk for the rest of his fucking life, it's it's going to be doing some good, man. Uh, real question is, uh, Patty Kane, does, does he come back to join him next year? Or I don't, I don't know. I, I could see it. I mean, I don't think they'll be relevant again next year, but they'll be, they'll be fun with Bedard. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I, should mend, I should mend what I said, though. Um both the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets beat the Penguins there in the last week. So they both uh, dropped yeah, out right. of that one spot. So the Ducks got fucked anyway. But the principle <laughs> remains. The Ducks should not have had the best uh, the best odd to win. Like 25, 25.5% to get the number one overall pick because you're the worst fucking team in the league. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like yeah, it. Uh, well, 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 everyone's like complaining about, oh, why are you giving Chicago? Chicago was just so good, whatever. They tanked. They tanked properly. They worked the system. They traded away to break out. They traded away Doc. The trade came to the deadline. Taves wasn't himself anymore. They they were a shell of a team. They knew Connor Bedard was coming. They prepared for it, and it paid off for him. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, but they still he's... won. They still won a bunch of games. Like the Ducks lost like what ten games in a row there. Yeah, the the, the, the lottery system's awful. <laughs> like I, I I don't know how they can fix it. It's a good point you said though, Joel. Because like at this point, yes, you like fuck. You don't. You're not. You're out. You're shit. You're the last team in the league. But you does that mean you still get punished for fucking finishing last? Like, how does that make any sense? Apparently, or, like or, or Euro- for winning games, rather. You should get punished for winning a game. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, like a European league or like some soccer league does something where once you're eliminated, every point you accumulate after that goes towards your total of, of chance that you have. So, like, if you get yeah. eliminated early and start winning, you can have a better chance. If you or get even, eliminated, like, eliminated later, to like the first 10 teams that get eliminated, and then once those 10 teams are eliminated, you play for that fucking pick, you know? Yeah, or just yeah. Nah, I don't think uh, that'll work just yeah, because you, you the, players players not, the players don't care. No, of course not. That's the fair. core would care, but like most of the players aren't going to be on the team for more than a few years, so they yeah. don't give a shit about this rookie coming in. It's not going to be good for a couple of years. All he's doing so, is taking my job, anyways. So what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I give exactly. A shit? <laughs> just, just just level the playing field. Just make everyone who didn't make the playoffs equal chance to get the number one overall pick. Ah, hell yeah, that's Joel my Batman. solution. Joel Batman. Yes, over yes here. that yeah. guy needs to go. He's been in there for too long. New new blood should be. If you're uh, 70 years old and you're working, what the fuck are you doing? Retire. Yeah. We just, we just have, we have a new king now, Talon and I. So uh, oh, we should have a new commissioner too, a new coronation. Respect your elders. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, shout out Shady May. Shady Ray's here. Shady Ray's is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable slow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. They also offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. All right, here, boys. we got two games here set for Tuesday, May 9th. Uh, also, we'll probably go into the uh, one game for the Wednesday because the odds are already out. But, boys, are we ready to go here or what? Oh, yeah. All right. First game on the docket here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Carolina, the money line, sitting at plus 130. The Devils on the money line are minus 150. Over-under is a five and a half. Over-paying off minus 110. The under, minus 110 as well. Ryan, kick us off here, buddy. What, I mean, what, what the fuck can we even make of this series right now? Yeah, exactly. Well, what can we make of it? Maybe the Devils found something you know, in that game three, the first home game, but... I mean, you guys said what Brendan Moore said after that game, the worst you've seen him played. He's de- they're definitely going to come back. It's going to be a, a Hurricanes type of hockey playing, you know, slow, grind it out, not much room out there. 
Um, there's could still see, see some goals happening. I mean, all three goals games in this series have gone over the total. Um, so I do like the over uh, over five and a half at, at minus one ten. Also like the Canes here as dogs at uh, like plus one thirty there. I think they're still the better team. I think they still win this series. And if they're going to be plus one thirty, I'll, I'll take them. I more or less agree with that. Yeah, the big thing is that uh, the Canes have an excellent culture, and getting shelled like that—that's gonna ring some bells there. I, you know, I, I still like the Devils quite a bit, but uh, plus one thirty is just a, uh, a little too high there. So I like the Canes at that number. Should be closer to a pick them, I guess. Um, yeah, and the, the goaltending situation is is problematic with uh, Freddie Anderson getting lit up like that. But the Devils, uh, it's not exactly ideal either. So I think that's a wash. And you kind of like the the over five and a half, uh, considering that stuff. But uh, at the same time, the Hurricanes do not do not like giving up so many chances. So I could see them buttoning up. So just a lean in the over five and a half. Stronger play on the Hurricanes money line. I think they bounce back strong. Um, yeah, nothing much, nothing much else to say here. Uh, I, I think the Hurricanes just uh, have a much better game than they like that like Brad Burmore said that was the worst game he's ever seen him play he's been the coach there for what four or five years so uh I, I believe him and I, I think that he'll get them going and uh, this will be a much more competitive game hopefully we get a competitive game it seems like these these are all blogs so far and uh they, they shouldn't be that's why I've been losing money in these fucking unders um uh, yeah I did not expect to see this series being the high scoring one um but uh, that, that's why the total is drifting up so yeah, give me the Canes and uh, lean to the over, I guess, but uh, not counting on that. Uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm with you guys. I kind of really like the Canes in this spot here, dude, just because of what we just saw. Uh, yeah, it was a blowout. Um, but Rod fucking Brandemore was losing his. This guy is he was fucking red. He was redder than Carolina's jersey. I was like, holy shit, this guy's fucking. And but you know what? He's gonna have the team frothing at the mouth for this game. I guarantee it. Uh, you're gonna. I know we touched on it. Maybe there's not necessarily the star talent out there, but you're gonna see guys like a Netchez, like an Aho, that you know, a Brent Burns. They're going out there. And they're gonna be fucking leaving everything on the line. And uh, that's a Rod Brandemore coach team. Simple as that. Gold pending. Jolie touched on it. That worries me a little bit, but uh, not really convinced on New Jersey side either, like he said, too. So definitely going with the Canes here, plus 130 as far as over-under goes. Five and a half, man. Fucking, I got to I gotta go with the over. Just fucking give it to me. We've been seeing goals go in here, so I, you guys touched on it. It's the highest scoring or one of the highest scoring series that we've seen so far in the second round. Uh, yeah, give me the fucking over and give me the Canes, baby. All right, uh, moving on to the 9.30 p.m. time slide here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Seattle Kraken. Seattle currently leads the series uh, two games to one here. The game itself is in Seattle. Uh, Dallas on the money line, sitting at minus 140. Seattle on the money line at plus 120. The over-under is a five and a half. Overpaid off, minus 120. The under, plus 100. Jolie, what do we got here, dude? Sure, yeah, I mentioned the, the Stars no-showing game three. I mean, they were all kind of bad in game one, too, except for one guy, Joey P., Scoring all their goals. Um, and Ottinger was, was, you know, he's been pretty meh through games one and three. He was okay in game two, but he wasn't exactly uh, required to do a lot. Uh, I mean, you'd expect this guy to get it together at some point. I mean, he's a, he's an elite goalie, and he does get better as the longer the series season nah, the series goes on. Um, in his short in his short history in his playoff goal, I think he's only had three series now, so... Maybe that's not a big enough sample size, but still, I, I do think that he'll play a better game here and um, Stars get it done. Uh, Jason Robertson has been playing like absolute trash. I wonder if he's hurt, but uh, who cares at this point? A lot of people are hurt. you got to play through it. And, uh, yeah, the power play's got to get going. Kraken penalty kill is, is turning into an elite unit. Uh, pretty much, you know, the, the Kraken are basically the, the Canes of the West, as we keep saying. And uh, they're mirroring that strength um, of the Canes as well on, on the penalty kill. And, and, and the Stars' strength is their power play. So that's going to be a, a very important facet of this game. So, yeah, the Stars' power play is clicking. This this game goes over most likely, and the Stars win. If it's not, then they, they, the Kraken are probably going to win with their 5-5 five and five play, which is elite. I think they have 16 goal scorers, which is nuts, in the playoffs. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're just... The depth is, is is unreal with this team, and, and that's what you need in the playoffs, especially when, um, you know, <laughs> they, they're basically four good second lines. And if you're just missing um, like 60% of a second line, or you, you got another one just stepping right up. So uh, in the playoffs, when you're all getting hurt, uh, that, that 
damage doesn't mean as much when you have um, that kind of depth. So that's why the Kraken having success, in addition to Philip Grubauer playing out of his mind. Um, yeah, I expect the Kraken shooting percentage to regress. I expect Grubauer to regress at some point, and maybe it'll be for this one. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm backing here. Uh, give me the stars. Team total over two and a half. We're going to marry the over and the stars in a way. That's at minus 175 or so. Uh, that's my favorite bet for this one, but uh, definitely lean stars in the over. Yeah, I like that over there. Uh, all three games have have gone over. I mean, I I played the gave out the all total last game that hit seven two win. I mean, they're they're three meetings regular season, all in over as well. So the fact we're still getting a five and a half in this series is kind of insane. So I hit that as soon as that opened, over five and a half minus one twenty. But I'm I'm going with the Kraken here. Kraken at home plus one twenty. Um, I Robertson has not been himself. Like you said, he definitely could be hurt. Uh, Haskinen is hurt. We'll see if he'll be able to play through that. And the crack, the Kraken's depth has been just absolutely insane. They lost uh, Jared McCann, 40 goal scorer, early early in that series against the Avalanche. I think game game one or two. And then you know they have Ty Carty. Right, early in the series, game three. Yeah, three or uh, four actually, or because McCarr is suspended for game five. So, so what, what must it have been game four, yeah. four. Yeah, but so they have this, this Ty Cartier kid coming in. Putting on the top line, playing well. They have four lines just keep coming at you. They play well, all situations. And most importantly, Philip Grubauer is one of the goalies in these playoffs that's playing well. And, and right right now, that might be all you need to win the Stanley Cup. So give him the crack in here at, at plus 120. And I love the over five and a half at minus 120. Uh, for myself, it's worrisome if you know if something's a little bit banged up with Jason Robertson here, but I mean it's playoffs, man. Everybody's fucking banged up, and you just hope that you're not as fucking hurting as the next guy. Um, but yeah, and same thing with Miro Hiskin, and God, I hope he plays. But I'm going with Dallas here, man. Um, goaltending, goal I just have to. I know Andre necessarily hasn't looked the greatest, but like he still has the talent. We've seen him show up in big games before. I think he can do it. Um, you guys are right though. Seattle's depth has been absolute uh, killer. These guys have been fucking ice. They've just been locking people down, getting it done, fucking winning puck battles, doing what you have to do to win hockey games, especially this time of year. So there's a lot to like there, but I'm, I'm going with the stars, man. Those are my boys here. Let's go Dallas. Uh, minus 140 as far as over under goes. Again, I got to go with the over, dude. Like we're seeing goals. I don't know why. And if you're going to give me five and a half, I'm going to fucking take it, dude. So give me the over five and a half minus 120 and then give me Dallas as well here on the money line. Um, All right. We're going to move into the one game for Wednesday, May 10th here. Uh, We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Florida Panthers. Florida leads the series three nothing here. Uh, Toronto, sorry, on the money line is sitting at minus 125. Florida, the money line at plus 105. Uh, the over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 130. The under plus 110 here. Boys, I, I can't do this. I can't get into it. I got to get up in five fucking hours. So I, if I start talking about this game, I'm just going to get myself all rattled up and I'll never be able to fucking get to sleep here. So, uh, I... I got to do it. I got to take the Leafs on the money line at minus 125. Joseph Wool's my guy if he's playing. Yo, I'm I'm a goalie. He's a goalie. I love my goalies. I got to respect my boy. I used to have season tickets watching this guy play when he was a Marley. So I got to go with him here. And I got to – I'm fucking stupidly ignorant. And I'm taking this team no matter what here. So give me the fucking Leafs minus 125, even though there's absolutely zero reason to have faith in this fucking team right now. Uh, then as far as over-under goes, I – I'm, I'm hoping the under, man. Let's see some saves. How about the kid can have a fucking day? Bobrovsky's been having a hell of a series, and it's just hard-pressed to put any faith in uh, any significant goal scoring to come from this Leafs team here. So give me the under, and give me Leafs on the money line. Yeah, I agree with both of those. Uh, all three of these games in the series, 4-2, 3-2, then 3-2 in overtime. So love the under 6.5, especially at plus odds there, plus 110. And I'm going with the Leafs, minus 125. I mean, the pressure is on, but also from Florida side, like, in the back of their mind, did they know that they have a, a few more games to play with? Obviously, you, you don't want to, but if you have to, you do. So I think the Leafs are still overall on paper and on ice the better team. So I think minus 125 in this spot is something that I'll take. I have no idea what to do with this game, to be honest. Um, right. There's guys yeah, two different ways you can look at it. You could think that the Leafs are, uh, you know, they'll play better when everyone stops believing in them they'll, they'll give some hope and then they'll fucking fail in like game six or seven and then there's just the the, the maybe the the fact that these guys are, are are uh just bad performers they don't play up to the level required and then just choke once again in a, in a big spot a must win a do or die as awesome matthew said 
Um, very uh, cliched there. Um, yeah, it's a fuck the final. I mean, the Leafs are the better team, so you would make the money line much higher for me, like the power rating wise. But uh, at this point, the Panthers have the killer instinct. They got the guys working the forecheck. They're finishing their hits. Leafs guys are the main guys are nowhere to be found. Um, so yeah, it's it's a wash for me on the money line. I, I mean, I'm still going to lean to the over though. Uh, I'm not believing in either goalie. 100 percent and uh i think two of the three games should have gone over anyway so it's it's a little faulty to think that uh you know the first three games go under it it is one to go under so i i lean to the over but uh yeah I, no clue for the money line if anything i guess <laughs> the panthers just because yeah they got the killer instinct they're on a roll and uh if it's a close game i trust uh, the likes of matthew kachuk sam bennett barkov those guys over the likes of the Leafs. So, uh, yeah, I guess I lean to the Panthers, but uh, definitely not betting this one. <laughs> Just fucking bet like a, something stupid, like a fucking Lohachari or David Camp or fucking Kerfoot goal. You can probably get some sick odds, and those are the only guys fucking showing up anyways. So. Kerfoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's uh, oh, and, yeah, one more thing. Like, why is, like, Jake McCabe playing so many minutes? Why is um luke shen playing on the first line of uh with with riley i know they've been good they've been good so it's it's just like we, we can um criticize him for that game three but still he shouldn't you know be what it is 20 plus it's, minutes. it's because there's been a bit of a drop off from regression from like and i love the guy to death but he hasn't brody been playing well well not just brody's bad i'm guaranteed he's banged up because like he's not he's never been this fucking bad but i'm talking more the likes of like giordano this guy was a minute oh, muncher just, for us he's old he's played uh, the whole season no, but he's been playing he's been playing way too many minutes too that's why he's worn I know, out by now. exactly but he's been he had success for like at least like three quarters of the way through the season and then it's just kind of dropped off and yeah that's that's age that's being worn down you know justin hall has kind of i hate to say he's kind of been like a non-option for this team as of late so you're left with mccabe brody riley shen gustafson and you know if lilligan i think he's banged up too so he's not really a big option right now so it's just uh you know every team's banged up it's a depleted thing but that's what you got that's why those guys are on the ice so fucking much you know i think the Leafs have like four or five second deep pairing guys but like no real elite first pairing guys i mean morgan riley is is, is that these, these playoffs but he wasn't that over the course of the season that the anyway yep all right uh do we got ads here gilbert do you want to talk they're, they're the uh oilers play for wednesday night too. I, I, I forgot about yeah they're, we're probably they're... not recording tomorrow so might as well cover it now i don't even see odds for that right, uh yeah. Vegas on the Knights book that will not be named at Edmonton Oilers. Um, what's up? Vegas is now up 2 one in the series right after game three Oilers minus 180 golden Knights plus 155 over under at seven over paying off plus 110 under at minus 130. I think with what I've been saying, you, you, you got to go with the Knights here plus 155. I mean, they, they've shown they can, they can beat Edmonton now in Edmonton. I think Edmonton's probably in a, in a better spot to win. So I don't know if I'm going to put my money behind Vegas just yet, but I mean, Edmonton just looked bad tonight. I mean, Vegas figured out how to, how to slow him down. Drysaddle took that frustration penalty. He was frustrated all game. Vegas just took the ice away. So, you know what? This it reminded me kind of last last year when when the Oilers beat up on the Kings early in the season, early in the series, and then you know the Kings came back and punched them right right back. So, gotta see if the Oilers can bounce back here. I think they do. Um, the total has been screwy the past two games, both. 5-1 after two periods, I think, and ended 5-1. So not touching the total there, but and the money lines a toss-up too. I'm going to have to look more into it. So make sure you get in the Discord there. Yeah, interesting that the total has risen, even though um the games have gone under, uh, games two and three anyway. And uh, I think that has to do with, obviously, uh, Brassois' injury. But still, Aiden Hill has been uh, yeah. even better coming in there and net so yeah, the under seven at minus one thirty is 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 okay, especially considering the Knights. The reason why they won is because they didn't commit penalties until the end of the game. Really, uh, the the Oilers probably at, what do they get like forty fifty seconds in the first two periods, which is uh, the recipe for success for the Knights. They committed the fewest penalties in the regular season, and uh, they were disciplined while being the harder team. The, the Oilers were not physical; they were not finishing their checks, and uh, the, the Knights were so. Yeah, if the Knights are able to do that, maintain that balance between being physical and not committing penalties, they're going to win the series because the Oilers, I said that they they need to be average five on five, but they need to get a few power plays in order to win. And uh, right now, they are not average five on five, at least in games one and three. 
they're downright putrid. So that's why the Knights are winning these games. Um, yeah, and goaltending too is a problem. Like Stuart Skinner is. He's got one good game, one terrible game. One good game, one terrible game. And the rest of the team isn't compensating for that. So, yeah, under 7, minus 130 would be the look. Minus 180 is uh, still my lean with the Oilers. I, I do think that they uh, bounce back here, but it's, it's I'm not betting that shit. I mean, I got way too much money on the Oilers as is. But uh, <laughs> even even without that in mind, I would not back the Oilers at minus 180. And not with any serious money anyway. Um, yeah, um, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I don't got much to say about this game. I I like the Knights though. You know, I've been, I've been oh, pretty happy. Oh, and Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman is clearly hurt. He yeah, well, looked, maybe he know, took he's, like a knee on knee today. Else. It looked like or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that sucks. He's a fucking dog. Um, but yeah, I, I still like the Knights, man. I've liked the Knights a lot. I've talked about it. Got some shit for it, but that's okay. So I'm still going back to the well. They fucking played well, and you know when they're playing strong defensively and keeping a lot of these guys to the outside. Like Edmonton's gonna get chances no matter what. But if you can kind of capitalize early and kind of put them out of the gate and get them chasing a lot like what we saw tonight man you know hell yeah there's a lot to like there jack eichel's been a fucking stud man like I'm a, this guy every time i look at him every time i watch him play he's fucking at least burying one or setting somebody up so and you know what about him too he's been turtle his defensive game's fine man you watch this guy on the back check too he's fucking picking pucks apart he's back check. he's covering guys he's making the right simple plays he gives a shit right first time this guy's ever been in the playoffs for was like what seven years of his career or something so hell yeah good to see i love the knights in this game uh, I'm going back to well do the well with the over, dude. Like I got burnt today, five one going into the third period, and then nobody gave a shit and it was just trying to run the clock and bleed out fucking twenty minutes. And so we got we we got fucked in the ass on that one. But I'm going back to the well. Uh give me the over at six and a half, whatever the hell that's paying off, and give me Vegas on the money line, whatever the hell that's paying off. And give me Jack Eichel the fucking Papa Biscuit, because he's my boy. All right, now we got a shout out Talkify here. Uh are you having a hard time meeting great people today? Why do you keep trying the same methods over and over if you know you're set up to fail? It's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specialist hand selects successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Their matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for. They select, screen potential clients, uh, doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans your date introductions and handles all communications for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of clients met their person within their first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. That, uh, that one caught me off guard a little bit. I did not see yeah, that I one. i never heard of Talkify before. Yeah. But, uh, shout out to them, right. I guess. Yeah, shout out. yeah. You, can, you can put all your relationships problem to rest there. They can be your uh, overprotective mother you never had there doing all the background checks on, on your potential, potential dates. You know, here on the HGP, we love Talkify. So if you're not using Talkify, get your ass on Talkify, okay? It's a sports uh, system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move to the HGP PBC. That's a hockey giveaway podcast puck puck challenge here. Uh, current standings. Uh, we're all we're all Ryan's, losing. We're all losing. Ryan's, Ryan's losing, okay. losing the least. We're, Ryan's we, losing the we least. have futures, though, that are out there. Uh, yeah, well, they're all going to lose, too, from the looks of it. So. <laughs> every every team is going to lose. Currently available to a bankroll, Ryan is 510 puck bucks and 32 bucks cents. Uh, Jolie has 284 puck bucks and 85 puck cents, and I have 145 puck bucks and 61 puck cents. We are all down, like Jolie touched it, but Ryan is down the least. Uh, looks like I'm down the second least, and Joel is down the third least. So none of us are winning. We all fucking suck. But you know what? Jolie, kick us off here, buddy. What do we got? Sure, yeah. Like uh unlike um Talon here, I'm scaling down my my unit size, my I did. Shipping. I switched. I switched. Because you don't have any more money left. That's the No, I did. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my deck is shrinking, so my bets are shrinking. <laughs> Kane's money line, plus one thirty, ten buck bucks on that. Uh just the bounce back game for uh Brindamore's group there. Uh stars team total over two and a half, minus one seventy five, thirty buck bucks on that. Biggest bet. Um think that the stars bounce back as well like that that's the story of these playoffs a lot of a lot of zigging and zagging uh, as these uh, uh series look to go six seven games so i like the stars to do the same here and uh even up the series there in seattle fuck the stupid city 
And next up, we got uh, Brent Burns, Cons, my 30 to 1, five puck bucks. We already mentioned this at 100 to 1 early on, but we're going to put some puck bucks on it because I think that line is still too high, considering the fact that the, the Hurricanes, um, you know, there, there's no dominant player that, that, that would merit the con Smythe winner at this point and, and uh, ryan ryan shared something too like elliot freeman was saying that right now that they would likely vote for uh brent burns over um what's his name uh sebastian Ajo. i think that's what ryan said shout out to ryan good intel there yeah um next up we're going with band aid in the hill for Conn Smythe, 75 to 1, <laughs> two and a half buck box. It's purely narrative. If he comes in and dominates like he has, and that uh, the Knights win the cup, he's absolutely winning it. So 75 to 1, I think is a good price for that, uh, considering they're two and up in the series and they likely have to play. Well, not likely, but uh, a very good chance they got to play the Kraken, and the Stars are not exactly um, a wagon either. So. The Knights make the cup. This is absolutely live, seventy-five to one. And 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 if they make the cup, I mean, they, he's got to be playing well in goal, right? Um, we don't know exactly the extent of the injury to Brassois, but if he's seriously injured, we're gonna go with Band Aiden Hill over fucking Johnny Quick, who's uh, five years past his prime. So, yeah, I like that that a little bit, but only two and a half puck bucks on it because I'm broke, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just a long shot. Uh, finally, out of this one late, Knights or the under seven minus one thirty, twelve and a half puck bucks. Um, it's kind of correlated with that, but Aiden Hill bet. Uh, I, I think that he's been good. I mean, he hasn't even let in a goal yet in, in that two plus periods. So uh, that takes a lot against an Oilers team. Um, so, I mean, uh, they weren't even trying basically the, the latter two third periods really. So maybe it's a little uh, skewed by that. But anyway, I still like the under seven here with the, the Knights being disciplined and not, not taking the penalties and the Oilers stars kind of struggling to score five and five. So, under seven, 12 and a half puck bucks on that one. Minus one thirty. All right. For me, I'm going with the uh, Hurricanes Devils over five and a half at minus one ten for 30 puck bucks there. It's, it's hitting all three games. I, I think, you know, Carolina tries to slow it down, but still going to get a four, three type of game there four two maybe. Um, then going with the Kraken in game four plus one twenty for 25 puck bucks. Home underdogs here. They've, they've been, they showed they can beat the, beat Dallas. I especially like this. If uh, Haskinen is out, I'm assuming that'll be confirmed at some point on Tuesday, or he might be a game time decision, but either way, I like the Seattle. Love the over uh, Dallas, Seattle over five and a half minus one twenty there for 40 puck bucks on that one. That's uh, you know, it, it may come down eventually if Ottinger comes back to come back, come back to what he's used to being. But right now they're, they're going over there. Then um, Toronto plus one and a half games at plus one ninety five for fifty puck bucks. Um, He's, I, a I, I, He's a believer. He's a believer. I'm a believer here. I, I, I think they're gonna win Wednesday, and then you know I think if they win Wednesday they're probably home favorites on Friday. So fifty puck bucks on that one, and then Carolina Hurricanes to win the Eastern Conference plus one sixty five for fifty puck bucks. Similar thinking there. I think you know if they get past the Devils they should be pretty big favorites over. Maybe, no, maybe not over the Panthers. Well, I, guess, I guess we'll see. But I think they're they're the best team possibly left in the East right now. And they'll, they'll have the help of um, Tara Vinen could come back if, if they have enough rest, rest time. Uh, love your Leafs play there, Ryan. Absolutely love that optimism. Anybody looking for that? They've won they've won four games in a row like 15 times in the past two or three years or something stupid like that. So there's always room for optimism, baby. Um, for myself here, I'm not going to lie. Every one of these bets I pretty much already went into the show, so I'm just going to fucking read them off here. Uh, Seattle-Dallas over 5.5, minus 120. I'm going to throw 15 puck bucks. I'm just going to throw 30 on all these, but then I got a pee whack from the professor, so I'm going to keep it at 15 uh, for game four there. Oh, you uh, did? Okay. Uh, I didn't notice mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I see That's what he was saying. That's what uh, I was yeah, trying to say. I thought you meant like previous shows, and then you no. reduced it. And, okay. Good, good, all good. Right. Yeah, we don't yeah. want you going broke like last year. Last year, uh, you were lucky. You only ran out of money like on the last show. <laughs> we're not even to the fucking conference finals yet. Yeah, we're not even out of two rounds yet. We're uh, all going to be on the money pretty soon. You got to save your other puck pinky this, this year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, either way, I got Carolina, New Jersey, over five and a half as well, minus 110 at 15 puck bucks for game four. Uh, Carolina and the money line in that game at plus 130, 15 puck bucks as well. And then Dallas money line, uh, minus 140, 15 puck bucks. Also, 
Something I do like, and I, I'd already talked about it, so I'm not going to go into it. Fucking give me the Knights to win the fucking cup, baby. Plus 450, 25 puck bucks and 61 puck cents here on this. Uh, I like I like this team, and if they can get past Edmonton, and then who you play in Dallas, Seattle, like uh, those those series could go either way. And then once you get to the cup, who the fuck knows who you're playing, right? So um, goaltending scares the shit out of me. But if uh, if Band-Aid and Hill can fucking go in there and get her done, then hell yeah, let's let's fucking go with it and give me Knights of the Cup at plus 450 here. Talent, Talent and I will have to go to the puck bank for a loan if uh, things continue <laughs> yeah. like they have been. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure we can work something out here. <laughs> um, all right, uh, boys, that pretty much covers it. Anything else you guys want to touch on or are we good here? We good. Good, I got to get up in fucking four hours and 15 minutes. This sucks. Uh, anyways, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be, baby. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We got hockey playoffs. I'm absolutely fucking sick. We got baseball, or, yeah, as I said, baseball playoffs, but that's still a gajillion years away. Uh, but we got NBA playoffs. We got baseball going on as well. Fucking NASCAR, F1. There's golf. I haven't even looked at what golf tournament's coming up this week, but we'll be sure to talk about that probably in the Discord or something. Uh, so, yeah, man, go check out the website. Read the articles. A lot of love goes into those articles of course like you always say check out the other shows uh everybody's absolutely killing it check out baseball money is fake with ryan and blake there uh yeah man check it all out it's all fucking good shit and of course shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord always a great time always a fucking just rainbows and butterflies baby nothing else you gonna ask for in there everyone's fucking making lots of money. rainbows lots of rainbows lots of butterflies uh, everybody's having a good time, bro. So shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter or the HTTP Twitter account. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Uh, or you can try and send a Morse code message to Joel Meyer. He'll point you in the right direction as well. So shout out to the Discord. <laughs> yeah, go to slash Discord for that. If you're already on Discord, I'm sure you can search for the Sportsman and Podcast Network. Or yeah, reach out to myself or Talon or at HockeySGPN is our Hockey Gun Podcast Twitter account. And make sure you're subscribed to the Hot Gamer Podcast. And leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple and Spotify. And turn on those uh, auto-downloads. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You'll find me sweating out this Warriors-Lakers game. I got under 228. Current live total is 214.5. But it's a very close game. So this game's going to go fucking overtime. I'm going to get fucked again. Right up the ice. Right. Hell yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Peace.